welcome to another inspirational message from Brave Church UK. Good morning everyone. So is everyone good this morning? So I recently watched a film with my mum called Last Christmas. I won't spoil it for anyone, but has anyone seen it? Um, and throughout the film there was this phrase, look up, with the message behind it, look up and really look around and see life without missing on what's going on. And I just want to spend a few minutes this morning talking about that idea of looking. And in the Christmas story, we meet two different groups of people, um, two groups of which looking was their job. Um, and the first group was the shepherds. In Luke 2 verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. These shepherds spent their nights looking, looking down at their sheep, counting their sheep, then looking up and looking around for any predators or anything that could harm their flock. And the second group of people we see are the wise men. In Matthew 2 verse 9, it says, Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem and said, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw a star when it rose and have come to worship him. These people, by nature of their job, were watching the skies for changes in the stars. They were waiting for signs of a prophecy that was spoken over 400 years before. Both groups were expectant. They were expectantly looking and waiting on a promise, on waiting on something. They were focused. And while they were waiting, looking and being focused, they had their encounter with God. The fruit of their focus was an encounter with the newborn king. We read later on that the shepherds hurried and saw Jesus immediately and left filled with joy. Researchers even say that the wise men travelled for two years to find, uh, to find Jesus. And when they encountered him, it says in Matthew 2 verse 11, they came to the house and saw the young child with Mary. They were overcome. Falling to the ground at his feet, they worshipped him. And their response to Jesus was a sense of overwhelming worship that completely turned their lives around. And for the shepherds, their search was pretty quick. It happened quite quickly. But for the wise men, it was a longer search. But both groups of people kept looking and kept waiting on God. They both had their encounter with God through their waiting and their looking. And this Christmas time, we find that the invitation to encounter Jesus is open for all of us. Not just those two groups that we read about that happened a while ago, but for us, all of us. And maybe this morning you feel a bit like the shepherds. You're not looking for anything in particular. You may be just going about your work or your job um, and the things that you do. Or maybe you feel like one of the wise men. You've been searching for something and trying to fill that hole inside of you. In Isaiah 9, verse 6 to 7, it says this. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. When the shepherds and the wise men had their encounter, they were filled with joy and worshipped Jesus. Christmas is a time when we can do that as well. We can encounter him and it's open to all of us. Even if you've sinned or done anything, it's open to all of us. And when you encounter God, it changes from he will be called these things to he is your mighty God. He is your wonderful counselor, your mighty God, your everlasting father and your prince of peace. I just think that's incredible because it comes on a personal level for all of us that God sent his son as a little baby for us. I just find that incredible. Me and my mum are reading a book at the moment called Waiting Here For You by Louis Giglio. A quote in it says this, God is not hiding from you, yet to find him, you must patiently seek him out. Many say they can't find God and that they can't hear his voice. But if you want to be near God, you must create space to seek him. Open his word and set your gaze on him. 
you'll discover that he is worth far more than whatever you invest in the search. We need to create space for God this Christmas in the busyness of life. But what does creating a space mean and what does it look like for us? If you're anything like me, it can be really difficult to create space for God to move in the busyness of life, especially at Christmas time. Maybe creating space for God means setting your alarm 15 minutes early on Christmas morning to get up and pray and thank him for his miracle. Maybe it'll mean checking your perspectives are right this Christmas. Maybe it means refocusing and looking again at the newborn king who came to us to be our saviour. For some people who haven't had that encounter with God yet, it means talking to people who have had an experience and asking questions and taking a real look um, at the gift of Jesus to our world. Either way, whatever this looks like in your life, if you look, you will find him. That's the truth. You will, If you look and you create space for him, you will find him. The thing that the wise men and the shepherds show us is that an encounter with Jesus causes us to fall on our knees and, um, and fills us with a deep joy. An encounter with Jesus completely changes our life. The world waits for a miracle The heart longs for a little bit of hope Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel Yeah, so um, we're looking at the magic of Christmas as a church this year um, and what that means for each of us individually. So for me, there's always been like two layers to Christmas. There's the outside layer of like presents and food and snowball fights. And then there's the layer behind that, which is really where the magic of Christmas comes in. Um, so we're going to look at a bit of what that is today. Um, I just want to look at Isaiah 9. Um, and as I've been reading this, one verse stuck out to me in particular. It's Isaiah 9 verse 2, which says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On the land of those living in deep darkness, a light has dawned. What is this light that the magic of Christmas is all about? Well, for me, when I think of a light, the first thing that comes to my head, I don't know about any of you, is that scene in Lion King, you know, when the sun comes up, and it's like, I'm not going to sing it, but um, yeah, it just changes the whole landscape as this big sun rises. Um, but then I look at that verse and it says a great light. What's a great light? So I did a bit of research and I thought if the sun's a light, what's a great light going to be like? So I had a look um, on the internet to see what I could find. I found this star, it's called Canis Majoris. It's quite hard to say, but it's very big, very, very big. And I'm not big on physics, but it is impressive what I found out. Scientists call it a red hypergiant, that literally it is the biggest star in the universe, as we know. To scale it up for us, if the Earth was the size of a golf ball, or a table tennis ball in this case, this is the size of the Earth, the sun would be the size of a minibus. Canis Majoris would be the size of Mount Everest, six miles high. That's how big this star is. And when we look at what God says in his word, in Psalm 33, 6, it says that the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born, all the stars, including the one that's as big as Mount Everest in this case. That's impressive. And that just reminds us how big our God is that we serve. John 1.4, it describes Jesus as the light of all mankind. And another verse describes Jesus as being the light of the world. And this light of the world is so big. And for me, that's where the magic of Christmas is all about. That this light of the world that is so big would step down and enter into the world that it created as a small, vulnerable baby. That literally in that moment, as the creator entered into creation, 
and heaven came to earth, our light was switched on in our darkness. This light that is so big and so undescribable would come into our world and our darkness. But what does that mean for us today? Maybe for some of us, Jesus is in our lives and that light is in our lives and working through us. But maybe for some of us, Jesus just seems like a star in the night sky. Because when I look up at the stars in the night, I just see the darkness and a little dot over there of a star. Maybe that's what it's like. He's just a little baby that we speak about once a year at Christmas. But if we actually look closer, we'd see that Jesus is so much more than just a little dot far away. He's like an amazing, brilliant light, like a sun rising over the horizon that changes everything it touches in the landscape. When Jesus, this light, comes into your life, it's as if everything has been switched on in that minute, that everything has a new light now. And the amazing thing about this light is that it's described in the Bible as being a light that the darkness cannot overcome. So when this light, this light of the world that is so big comes into your life and my life, that it cannot be stopped, that it cannot be changed, it cannot fail. And that is, for me, what the magic of Christmas is all about, that this light would step into our darkness and our brokenness, into mine and your lives, and really do something amazing. And that's our challenge for us this Christmas, is are we gonna still see Jesus as this little baby that we talk about once a year, as this little star in the night sky, or are we gonna look closer and see just how big and amazing he is? Are we gonna let Jesus come into our lives and turn on the light? That's the end of this week's podcast. We hope that it inspired you. For any more information, visit bravechurch.co.uk.